0: We feel a disturbance in the Force, a presence we haven't felt since... Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. I'm Jaden. And I'm Kevin. And today we are talking about the big episode, episode three of Kenobi. The big one. The big one. Not the movie that Ian McGregor was in, the big one. The big (laughs) one
1: is in the episode. Well, before we get uh, going on it, again, we're going to do some housekeeping. So, we love to hear from you guys, as you probably have heard us say before. So, send us an email at podcast at loreparty.com with your thoughts and episode ideas. And don't forget, we stream on Twitch weekly. So, be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash lore underscore party. And of course, you can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore party. Now, like we said, a lot happens in this episode. So get ready to hang out. As per usual, we are going to have a quick ad break right before we start. So stick around, go grab some water, some food, whatever you want, and kick back and we will be right back. Okay, now that that's done,
0: let's get into this monster of an episode. We are going to pick up instantly right where we left off from episode two with Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Princess Leia on... The freighter that is automated flying to an unknown destination. Obi Wan is sitting in the middle of the room, meditating, praying, begging for Qui Gon. The third time in a row when he's at his most desperate and he feels his most lost, he is praying to speak to Qui Gon Jinn. And while he's doing this, he's reliving all of his mistakes through the Force with Anakin. And simultaneously, it's almost as if he's connected through the Force. On the other planet of Mustafar, we are seeing Darth Vader getting suited up and getting armored up for battle. And, you know, honestly, I love seeing the the transformation of Vader from back to tank to warrior. I think it's so cool to watch them add the it's like it's like a more menacing Iron Man transformation.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Which makes it scarier and cooler somehow. I think this the the dread. But this episode uh, really brings back Vader being fucking terrifying. Yes. And I I love that about him because a lot of people are like Vader's not scary. He's a guy with a stupid helmet. It's like, yeah, you tell him that to his face, you won't be saying that much longer. <laughs> I over and over again we see, you know, he's just so worried because like it's almost as if he can hear Vader's breath in the air. Like he has never met the guy, but he know like you just hear the iconic like I don't even want to do it on 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 audio but <laughs> Like the, the 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 raspy breathing, you're like, oh, here
1: we go. One thing that was really cool too was that when uh the helmet starts to go down on his on his face when he's leaving, uh we see uh Obi-Wan's eyes close and he's he all of a sudden starts like wincing, and then he opens them up and we hear the voiceover of Reva from the last episode say, Anakin Skywalker is alive, and then the helmet yep. just goes down and it's like Finally, we hear Vader's breath, and it—it's really, really cool cinematically. The whole sequence back and forth between the two of them.
0: Yeah, that was that was a very—it was a it hit the ground running with that. Yeah. Which I, I—I'm still hoping that we talked about in Episode Zero that we're going to get that that flashback. But yeah, so Vader's sitting in his throne room, and he's actually talking with Riva uh, over uh, the all over the hologram. And it's it's interesting because you know she's she's giving the report and she doesn't say that she killed uh, the Grand Inquisitor. She's like the Grand Inquisitors, and then it, it and then Vader instantly interrupts her like the Grand Inquisitor doesn't matter. Like he's like I don't I don't care. She he means nothing. And I was like that's interesting because they
1: didn't say he's dead. Yep. You know that that language there was very selective. They were not like he's dead. And her language is selective too. She says that Obi Wan will pay for the Grand Inquisitor, and obviously yes. she's lying. And he doesn't give a shit. He just says the Grand Inquisitor. He doesn't In- care. Yeah, he doesn't care. The Grand Inquisitor means nothing.
0: Yeah. He's like, I, 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 middle management. I don't care that the intern is messed up. I, I don't care he broke his leg.
1: He just wants Kenobi.
0: Yeah. And, and Vader even says to her like, hey, I've been watching you. All right. I know what you want. And if you, if you can bring me Kenobi, the role of Grand Inquisitor is yours. But if you fail, I will
1: kill you pretty interesting promotion uh, it's promotion or death so right after this scene we cut back to obi-wan and he's fixing leia's little droid friend i forget what's the droid's name again uh lola lola that's right and so leia is kind of impatiently asking if obi-wan can use the force to make the ship go faster and all these questions and he, ge- he gives her the droid and she's all excited and happy and he looks at her and he tells her that that the way the force, he says, that's not really how it works. And she asks yeah. him, how does the force work? What does it feel like? He explains it saying, uh, this is a quote, have you ever been afraid of the dark? How does it feel when you turn on the light? And she says, I feel safe. And then he says back, yes, it feels like that. I love that
0: description, yeah. But when you see him say it, it's almost as if he's saying it in a longing yeah. kind of way. Because when we see him in action, he's not the Jedi he used to be, and he even says
1: that himself. So after this, the ship finally ends up landing on a planet that is basically Space Arizona. That's what it kind of reminded me of, the whole thing. Uh, they sneak. It's,
0: ver- it's very appropriately coming later. Yeah,
1: right? They sneak off this ship. Uh, they're hiding from some droids. There's a loading droid and a little R-4 or R-2 unit. And so they sneak off, hiding from these droids. As they're walking around, they find a road. Very exposed, mind you. This is an open field planet, kind of. It felt to me like one of the video game levels in uh,
0: Jedi Fallen Order. You you just see NPCs walking around in the background. You see stormtroopers just, like, minding their own business. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Like, they're so out in the open. And while they're walking down this road, Obi-Wan is explaining the planet to Leia. Because, obviously, what else are you going to do? And he explains that they are located in a mining system. He's a little bit nervous about the rendezvous point between you know where they are now and then getting there and then also the rendezvous point like he's like he thinks it's a trap yep Leia kind of fights back on that and she ends up asking you know why would he lie because he says you know our friend there you know maybe we don't we shouldn't believe him and she goes why would he lie and he yells at her like he just stops and he yells at her and he goes people are not all good Leia
0: yeah but at the same time you know he he was super sweet to her dad when he was a kid, and, like, that dad didn't grow up with a
1: good va- view of the world. This is one of those, like, you know, I had my first child, I was too nice to it, and I got my second child, and I'm going to be a little bit sterner with them. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So after he yells at her, he kind of looks at a now disappointed Leia and continues to just talk about the planet, how there were fields and families... Uh, And then he says, and then the Empire came in and ravaged it all. Leia doesn't understand, which is very interesting, because she says, but the Empire is supposed to be helping us. Yeah. And he rebuttals that, saying, well, there are some like your dad who are trying to... And then he cuts himself off and says... Seems like a losing battle these days. So I find that interesting because the, that discussion means that she doesn't really understand how bad the Empire is. And for her no. being the daughter of who she is, I'm not talking Anakin, Organa, it's interesting that he hasn't, because she's so smart and very obviously so with it, it's interesting that he has not explained this to her already to kind of distrust Empire well, people.
0: She well she, Well, here's the thing. She's 10 years old, first of all, you know. Uh, and second of all, you know, she is, she is a Senator's daughter who lives on one of the wealthiest core worlds in the empire. Correct. You know, Alderaan is a, is a, is a, is one of the, you know, prettiest and l- most luxurious planets out there. Yep. So, you know, from her perspective, the empire is just a system of a bureaucracy. You know, she doesn't even know like about this, the, the bad stuff that's happening because it's not what she's been exposed to as a kid, you know, cause she's always like, like people are good people. I want to help people, you know, like. She looks for the good in people, and I think that's what their focus was, not necessarily on the other aspects of it.
1: I like that. I like that. So after this little brief conversation, Obi-Wan is then stopped dead in his tracks by a vision of Anakin looking like Anakin in a robe down the road, turning and staring at him, and and this vision is pre-burn, pre-Anakin burn. <laughs> and this Anakin looks pissed. Like he looks really pissed off, hurt. He looks betrayed. His
0: body language is so interesting because it's it's not open and smiling like you see him at the uh, at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. It's him. He's wearing his Jedi robes. The hood is up. His arms are crossed. He looks cold. The way that
1: Sith are. It is like a death stare into his soul and yeah. he just he doesn't know what to do and Leia then just kind of snaps him out of it by being like Ben, Ben, Ben and he's like Ugh. and then they could just kind of start continuing on the road right away
0: yep meanwhile while this is all going on it cuts to Riva she is landing on what appears to be a water planet which I, I love water planets which I we don't know what planet this is some people have speculated maybe this is where the Inquisitor set up shop uh, on Camino yeah. after, uh, the, uh, Camino, uh, cloning facility was destroyed. Maybe they set up their secret inquisitor base there, but we don't know. But yeah, so, so she lands on the planet and you get to see this cool sequence of her like walking through, you know, you see all these, all the support staff saluting her and stopping for her. And she goes into the room where they uh, the two other inquisitors are like discussing something and she informs them that she knows where Obi-Wan is. She's you know, he's on the mining planet. Well, he's in a system.
1: He's in a mining system.
0: He's in a system, mining system. Yeah, like she knows, she knows the area and she's like we need to launch all the probe droids to go find him. Fifth Brother and another inquisitor tell her that th- there's no way that she could possibly know this. And then she tries to go like sit down in the big chair that's in the middle of the room and Fifth Brother just like slams her into the ground or onto the table and he's like that chair is not for you. I'm next in line. And it's so cool to see this like is like fighting that they're doing. Like they want power yeah. over anything yeah. else. And so they're, they're like, they're, they're totally fine with being shitty to one another in order to get it. She she goes, you know what? Get this though. Darth Vader himself said that I'm in charge. And they're all like, Vader, Vader talked to you. What? Really? It's like, he asked me to lead this hunt and they're like, Oh, well, you know what? That, you know, they give, they, it's not like a, it's like a, it's the Sith equivalent of, okay, cool. Good luck. They go, when you fail, we're coming for you,
1: because the the fifth brother says like he he's he's just he's very he's pissed. <laughs> he he he's
0: yep. gonna do what she says. Oh, oh! Uh, the fifth brother just goes, "I will get what I deserve," and she's like, "I hope so."
1: Yeah, I. It was interesting to hear her. Fine with it. She was like, yeah, I hope so. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, she's it's cool. I like her character a lot more in this episode, just based on her actions and like she's no bullshit, and I'm cool with it. Like, her motivation. What got me in this episode was like her motivation is still not given. Like her main motivation for all this has not been portrayed to us yet. Like
0: why she hates why she hates Kenobi so much. Yeah. But
1: what they're portraying is her drive right now, and that, I am here for it. Like, it's really good. It's Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really awesome.
0: We get to the very end of this whole sequence. They're loading the probe droids to launch them off into the system to go find
1: Obi-Wan. Uh, the net is tightening around them as they're trying to escape. So now we go back to Obi-Wan and Leia, and Obi-Wan is explaining what to do if they come across someone. He says they are farmers from Toll. And Leia is his daughter who doesn't <laughs> speak. And she says, I can't talk or I don't like to talk. And he goes, you don't talk. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it, does, just, it doesn't even clarify. It's like, no, you just, just stop. You don't talk. All right. Just shush. No talking. And they get to the rendezvous point. But nobody's there. Nobody's there. Which the best part is, they're like, give me this the rendezvous point. The rendezvous point's like, in the
0: middle of a fucking empty field. <laughs>
1: So when they get there, of course, again, nobody's there. So he's pissed and he's kind of bitching about it. And he's like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. He tells Leia, he says, you know, nobody's going to show up. And then Leia all of a sudden flags down a little transport vehicle that's on the road that's going to pass them. This little yellow, like, space pickup. And Obi-Wan says, it's not safe. But she proceeds to flag them down for a ride to the spaceport. And she keeps saying, no, they'll take us. They'll take us. What if they're nice? What if they're nice? And he's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. He's like, shut up. Yeah. As they're running up, he goes, remember, you don't talk. And she instantly starts talking. Almost, she almost slips up by saying, you know, uh, this is my uh, father. She's almost about to say Friend. And she tells the exact story that Obi-Wan told her uh, to the driver. He's the exact story.
0: I want to imagine Obi-Wan, like when this whole sequence is going on, like he he's like, he's feeling the agita, you know, the the anxieties in his chest. And he's like, that's familiar.
1: Yep, that's it. That's her. He's got those esophageal spasms. He's like, oh God, I can't swallow. Oh no. And so this driver that she's talking to, who's basically a naked mole rat named Frick freck 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 something freck. like that what's really funny about this sequence is it seems almost like leia and obi-wan switched roles cuz he won't say yep. anything he's like dead silent and she she has to go father won't you say hello and
0: yeah he, like, like he's like oh
1: hello hi and then uh he goes oh how how would you guys get over here and she says oh we got lost in the field and all that and he's like, Oh, that's a weird story. Oh, jump on in. And Obi-Wan says, Thank you. And we're good. We just need directions. And as soon as uh that happens, he's like, No, get on, get on, I will take you. And Leia starts arguing with him in front of him and is like, No, father, get on. And it's it's it's, yep. it's a funny scene. It's Quit, it's good. quit fucking this
0: up i don't want to walk anymore yeah,
1: pretty, my legs are short shut up let's go and <laughs> as soon as they agree to get on of course due to leia they see the back of the transport because i like it's a pickup truck pretty much and they see a flag that is handmade mind you it's not like printed it is a handmade empire flag so yes. this guy, the
0: sp- space pickup truck, complete with a Confederate flag on the back. Yeah, pretty much. Back.
1: So they're speaking to him and he's like s- asking questions and saying hello and all that. Freck is the new mascot of the Reddit site. Empire did nothing wrong. Oh My God. He tells them that he likes the planet they're from, and then he says, oh, I love the Empire. Nothing wrong with a little order. And, of course, Leia kind of says the same thing. She's like, oh, yeah, I love the Empire, yeah. Even she knows, like, uh, this ain't good. Yeah. So, so I, uh, you know, they get on the
0: transport. You know, he's just having this whole big speech. And then he pulls, Freck pulls over and picks up a bunch of stormtroopers who are just on the side of the road, and they're all like, Oh hey Freck, what's up, man? He's like, oh hey guys. What are you doing out here? And <laughs> and like, what are you guys doing out here? And they're like, oh we're just hunting for Jedi. Yeah.
1: And they they go, we're looking for Jedi. We always find them. I'm like, oh, yeah. Shit. And, I, and
0: I, I was laughing so hard because it's like it's like Obi Wan has to not look like a Jedi as much as possible. So what does he do? He puts he just puts up his little hood. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like, Flawless disguise. Yeah, right. The hood. This this sequence is actually it was it was really cool because it was tense uh you know like they're sitting across this uh, across from Jedi and then they start asking them like what's your name and all that stuff.
1: It, it was funny as like Freck introduces them by the names that they gave which was Lulu and Orden. Like these names yeah. are just so
0: oh god. They're so close to which is so yeah. funny to me. They come up with a with a story. He's like you know like they're they're farmers from from uh from Tor and they're like, "Oh, well that's a long way from here. Why are you here?" And he's like I wanted her to see where I met her mom. Yeah, that yeah, that they'll buy that, right? And it's like what? You... he says that you know his wife died, and it's 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 been a really rough time. It's
1: been a very difficult time. Well,
0: actually, I take it back. He doesn't say his wife. He says her mother died, and it's been a very yeah, difficult true. time. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's like you know because that's that's the that's the the trick with lying is that he's not telling a lie. He's like you know it's the truth. Leia's mom did die, and he's not having a good time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it, it, right after that too, they're talking about how they're looking for Jedi. Have you seen any Jedi? And he says no, wouldn't know one. And Leia starts trying to almost argue about that. Yep, <laughs> which is funny because then Obi Wan yeah, fucks like, up. He's
0: like, he's like, he's like, they know what they're doing, Leia. Wait, I thought her name, I thought her name was 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 Lulu. Why'd you say Leia? And then he's and then he looks at the stormtrooper and he just goes, uh, sorry. It, I thought it was a bad lie at first, but then he covers it for himself. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry. That's her mother's name. I get confused. And the stormtrooper's like, what? And he goes, Sometimes when I look at Luma, I see her mother's face. And it's like, again, he's not lying, but he is. It's
1: obviously, obviously a callback to Padme.
0: Yes. And it's so awesome it's sad it's so sad like it's they're they're doing a really good job of making me just like like they were like we, we set out to make obi-wan look pathetic and they've they've accomplished it oh yeah totally they, so they drop the stormtroopers off you know after they, they get away with this the stormtroopers buy it they're like all right you know that's true they're like i don't want to talk to this old man in his baggage okay it's just get us <laughs> off there thanks freck so they drop him off and then we have a really uh i don't know if this was like a call back to like idiot like shippers online or whatever but they were like but Le- leia looks at obi-wan and just goes are you my real father?
1: Well, she calls him out too. Yeah. She says, "You know my real mother. You've known something. You're hiding something from me and I have I could tell yep. from the beginning when we first met, you've been hiding something from me. Do you know my real mother?" And he says, "Yes." And then that's exactly when she just turns and asks that question.
0: Yeah. And it's amazing, too, because I, I love the the line he says where he goes, I wish you were. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, man. ah, Like, like there's no lie in that voice. He's like, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of feels like Obi-Wan's like, how simple it would be if you were just
1: my daughter. And then what's really sad, too, is what Obi-Wan then, like, kind of explains. Because he tries to, like, compare himself to her and, like, what she's gone through. Because she's adopted and she's she knows it. Yep. And he knows she knows it. So he kind of talks about his own like adoption kind of. Yeah, his
0: induction into the order, you know? And it's and it's and you know, he he talks about like too, he he has a family out there somewhere. He has a brother. He he says, I think I have a brother. You know?
1: Yeah, he says he sees like glimpses of his family.
0: Yes, which is great because that's a that's a direct callback to what Leia says in episode six. Mm -hmm. You know, I get feelings. That I know, I know my past.
1: Yeah, he says he sees like his mother's shawl and like his dad's hands, and then he was like, "Oh, there's a baby. I think I had a brother." Yeah, I loved all that stuff. I thought it was so cool
0: that there, that 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 this is not just a Leia thing. That this is a this is the Force,
1: communicating with you. That's I just think that's a great that's a great way to do that. So then they stop at an outpost, and first he tells them he goes, "Oh, this is just a routine thing. Don't worry about it." And they're like, oh, shit, not again." And he goes over to the stormtroopers, and he's like, "Yeah, I, uh, I picked up these two, and they're a little odd. Like, you should go check them out." And the stormtroopers are like, "Get out!" And they're like, "Ah, oh, shit!"
0: Yeah, they're like, they're like, "Thanks, Freck. You always
1: know how to, you always know how to help out the Empire." <laughs> yeah, right. And then as soon as they get out, a recon droid shows up—one of the ones that was sent from the Inquisitors. It shows up all of a sudden just starts analyzing Obi-Wan and it sees yep. his face and he's like, ah, shit. And then as soon as that happens, he shoots the droid. All hell breaks loose. Everybody's running around shooting. And right when you think there's nobody left, Obi-Wan's like, all right, I've done it. He turns around and a stormtrooper, the last one is holding Leia at gunpoint. And yep. Obi-Wan is like, okay, uh, I'll put the gun down. Like he he kind of, his body language is like, yeah, yeah, put the gun down. And he goes, okay, okay. And then boom, he shoots him the stormtrooper, mind you, not 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 the other way around. He shoots the stormtrooper and Leia is clearly freaked out and runs yep. right to him. The the look on her face, she kind of looks up at him and is like obviously traumatized. You can tell she's even more trusting to what Obi-Wan says after all of this stuff. Like she's really like okay, I trust this guy. He has saved yep. me multiple times like I okay, all right, all right, all right. So they break the laser gate only for another transport to show up, and they get out. The stormtroopers are about to, like, shoot them. Obi-Wan and Leia both get on the ground. They're like, ah, crap, we're screwed. And an officer walks out of this transport and then just kills all the stormtroopers and then tells yep. them, you know, all Terminator-style, like, come with me if you want to live. Let's go. I'll take you to the next spot. Yep. We go back to the Inquisitor planet,
0: and they're planning on going to the mining world because, they, they, you know, the probe droid sent back the info. And Reva's like, oh, well, I'll contact Vader. And Fifth is just like, already did. She goes to him like, you want to take credit for this? Go ahead. We both know who will be by his side when this is over.
1: I love that. I love yeah. that. She's like, I don't care, motherfucker. Say what yeah. you want. It doesn't matter.
0: I'm going to win. This, this whole thing is a ridiculous measuring contest, and I am... I'm clearly going to win this. Which again, I love the infighting with the Inquisitors, man. Like this is, these are the Sith that are without direction, like without, without a clear, they're little petty children, like squabbling over the little bit of power that they have. They, you know, Vader could kill them in an instant. We cut back to Obi-Wan and Officer Tala. She's tells them that like, Hey, I was supposed to meet you. Sorry, but there was a problem with the probe droids. So I had to go around that took too long for them to get there. I have a transport and a pilot who's agreed to take you, but it doesn't leave for a couple hours, so we gotta go someplace to hide while we wait for that.
1: So they go to this, like, camp after that. It's kind of... It's like a small, like, I guess, mining village camp area. Yep. And she goes and runs off to, to this building to make sure everything's all clear. Now Obi-Wan and Leia are just kind of waiting to get the all clear to go in and all that stuff. So while this is happening, there's a little conversation with Leia and Obi-Wan, and she kind of starts crying. I would not say she cries, cries, but she's really upset. And mm-hmm. she says that, you know, I didn't mean to run away. I do it all the time. It was This is just for fun, you know. She didn't mean for people to get hurt, all this stuff. She did not want this to happen. She was just doing her no. thing that she normally does to go run around in the woods, you know. Yeah, And Obi-Wan says to her that it's not her fault. She misses home, obviously, and he says, we're going to get you home. We're go- You're going to get home. Yep. They're then rushed into this droid maintenance shop. That's where the officer went to go kind of make sure it was safe. They go into this maintenance droid shop where there's a loading droid, but the droid doesn't speak. Leia says hi and all this other stuff. Of course, Leia already befriends this droid. I mean, that's natural. Oh, yeah. Well, and I I love it because she's like, she's like, hi, and it doesn't speak. She's like, well, why not? That's rude. They say loaders aren't allowed to communicate. She says something really cute. She's like, but what if he has something to say? But the really cool, the really cool, like, rebuttal that is given is that the officer Tala, I believe that's the name, she says back to her, she says, actions speak louder than words, which, foreshadowing, uh, you'll find out about that later, but it's, it, it is a very cool, nice little cute scene about the droids. I, I like that.
0: that was, that was kind of cool, yeah. In the workshop, there is actually a little secret Jedi hideaway, which I thought this so cool. They, they press a button, a little little wall drops down, and you see like a little 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 yeah, it's a little safe house little safe house, yeah. And we find out that like this, you know they're going to get new identities. If they stay here, they're going to get everything you know moved out they're not the first people to come through here. They find out that the empire has been like finding force sensitive people and children and no one knows what happened to them. This part was very interesting to me because like all on the whole all in, along the walls there's uh arabesh written writing on it. Arabesh for those of you who don't know that's the language of Star Wars. And like you know people like writing messages uh you know of hope for people who come through this safe house.
1: And this this thing is called the path
0: yeah, they're walking the path is what they're calling it. This was like Easter egg heaven, by the <laughs> way. I was reading through like all of the, I was doing my, my Google Translate, like figuring out what yeah. everything says. It was so cool. But Obi-Wan draws one for us. He reads one and goes, Quinlan was here. So, you know, it's, it's like the first hope that Obi-Wan's had in a while that some of his friends might be alive. And I, I love this because like, you know, not everyone died. There's still some Jedi out there who are trying to help. You know, she's even like, oh, yeah, he helps us with the younglings. There might be Jedi, there might be a whole Jedi enclave somewhere out in the Outer yeah. Rim. We just don't know about it.
1: It's sad, though, too. They say, like, nobody knows what happens to the younglings that the Empire takes. Like, nobody knows. Yeah. That's obviously sad. Like, that's that's obviously a sad situation. But then it gets even sadder because after all this, like, hope and happiness that happens, LB One just kind of, like, realizes, wait. They're all still fighting, doing the good stuff when he basically practically gave up. Well, he didn't. He just took on,
0: he took his, the one
1: mission he was given seriously, like
0: super duper uber seriously. Maybe a little too seriously.
1: Yeah, but that, here's the thing when another Jedi shows up, he gets kind of, you know, like, shut up, we you lost, go away. Like, I don't know, man. Can I tell you what I
0: think? Here's what I think I think that Obi-Wan used the mission he was given by Yoda as an excuse to give up on the galaxy. Ooh. He used the mission that he was given as like a, I can't do anything more. My job is to protect the boy. And we see that in episode one, but now you're realizing like, he literally gave up on the galaxy. He was like, nope, my mission is the boy and that's it. But he's using that to like hide from his failure. He's broken. I don't think we'll ever know what he's thinking in his head. Among all the other drawings as well, Leia picks out one and asks what the engraving says. Obi-Wan reason says, only when the eyes are closed can you truly see. And she says, what? And he says, the way.
1: Now that I thought was cool. That was very cool. So all of a sudden, a group of stormtroopers, they show up and they're searching the area and apparently, quote, a Jedi was seen entering this camp. They go into the droid maintenance shop and they start questioning the droid who can't answer. So that's hilarious. And when they leave, they say like, you know, all oh, those loader droid. He doesn't understand, but clearly, the loader droid does understand because it's holding a giant hammer behind its back, just in case yep. he needs to fight some <laughs> stormtroopers. It's cool because it shows that the loaders. This is a little tidbit thing, but it, it's really cool because it shows that the loader droids really do know what's going on. They just can't communicate yes, they do. back. That blew my fucking mind because Leia was right, and that was like, Holy she's right. Shit, I, it, it was something that, like, if you didn't really think about it, you'd be like, "Whoa, actions speak louder than words." That droid was gonna be awesome, and it's like, guess what? That droid really understands what the fuck is going on.
0: Yep. By the way, that dro- I don't think—I don't think we've seen the last of that droid. By the way, I think he's gonna show up next episode, and I'll explain why at the end.
1: So clearly, they have been compromised, and they decide to move up their timeline. The officer, again, I think her name is Tall Tail Tall, she is getting everything ready. She's changing out of her outfit and everything, and she puts her gun on the other side that most people don't use. And Leia's kind of watching her do this stuff, and she's like, oh, I I put it on this side for a faster draw. And then Leia's like, oh, can you teach me how to shoot? Which I thought was really cool, because clearly Leia's a pretty decent shot in episode four. Yeah, she can hit that stormtrooper with her eyes closed. But as she's getting ready, she's explaining to Obi-Wan, that she signed up for the Empire when it used to stand for something. But then she realized that it really didn't stand for what she thought. And then she says, oh, she's made mistakes. And Obi-Wan says, well, we all did. And she looks at him and she goes, I can't imagine Obi-Wan making any mistakes. And he literally looks at her and just goes, it's Ben now. And like, I was, oh, God, he's just yep. like, yeah, I made a fuck ton of mistakes. I
0: made a mistake so bad, I changed my name. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was pretty oof. Now, this is when the episode, I would say this is the climax. This is going to get very exciting. Obviously, you guys just want to hear us talk about this part, because this is one of the coolest parts of the whole episode. She opens up the door that leads to a narrow hallway.
0: And she's like, "All right, we can go out this way." And then Obi Wan suddenly stops at his tracks. His face looks like the world has been shattered. He senses just like this, just massive disturbance in the Force. He runs and he looks and he sees storm. You know, he sees the normal stormtroopers and he sees the Inquisitors and he's like, well, "That's not. Those. not what's bothering me." And then we hear Vader's breathing, <laughs> and he walks onto the street. And oh my God, does it's just like it's the start of horrible, horrible things. Kenobi's immediately like, you need to go, Leia. Like, get her out of here. She needs to go. Nobody's moving. Like, Vader's just standing there. Like, we don't know if he senses him. Clearly, Vader believes he's there. And this is just when the chaos starts.
1: And it makes me remember how scary Vader is. It's so good because he's walking down the street. And then you hear music. You hear him breathing. You hear everything. And then all of a sudden, when Vader stops, everything stops. The yep. sound, the music, everything. It just gets dead silent. And all you start to hear is just, like, his breathing. And that's it. And Vader instantly, as soon as that he gives it, like, maybe a five-ish seconds, like, five seconds of silence. And Vader instantly picks up a man with the Force out of the window of his home. Starts Force choking yep. him to death. The son walks out and is like, oh my god! And he's trying to stop Vader. Vader instantly throws him down, breaks his neck, and then the mother just kind of runs out and is like, uh, 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 he, she doesn't know what to do. It's like he just brutally murders a family. Obi-Wan instantly turns and tells Leia that she needs to go, instructs them to leave. He's going to draw them away. He's like, GTFO. GTFO. Yep. It's it's over. We cut back. Vader's dragging a woman with the force just down the street, she's screaming and he's like it's like he's dragging her with like an invisible rope around her neck and she's like gag screaming. And he moves some blocks out of the way and he finds a couple that like blocks, they're like containers, like shipping containers or whatever. Yeah, crates. Crates, yeah. yeah. And and there's like a couple that's just like sitting there. Huddled and crying. Oh, yeah, everybody's, like, cowering. It's, like, terrifying. Obi-Wan runs outside out of, like, I guess a back door or something, and he hides behind a building, and he's, like, watching Vader as he does this. And just as Vader is about to kill the couple, he, like, stops what he's doing, and he turns his head, just his head, which was really freaking creepy. Yep. Really freaking creepy. And he turns his head, and the couple, they don't move. They're like, oh, shit. He turns his head, and he looks right at the building where Obi-Wan is, and now he's not there. Obi-Wan just disappeared. Yep. That's the Vader, like, shot for the whole thing. And then Reva's about to, like, walk out and do shit. And the fifth brother's like, we don't interfere. We are just here to yep. search the town and do reconnaissance. Do not forget that. And she's like, whatever, dude. We'll search the town. Exactly.
0: We cut to Obi-Wan. He's running the outskirts of the town. You know, we think we're going to get, like, the typical, like, you know, Vader versus Obi-Wan shot where he's, like, you know, got his blade. <laughs> he's got his lightsaber in but hand, but it's not, it's not lit. Vader shows up and opens his blade
1: up. Obi Wan just fucking runs away. <laughs> we get the typical like Skywalker lightsaber draw, like every single like when we see Luke, when we see also like it's that hand and then the lightsaber, and that's what we see. And we see Obi Wan just being like, "Oh shit!" But Obi Wan pulls out his lightsaber and he he chicken shits out and runs
0: away. <laughs> and so Vader, you know, Vader's teasing him. You know, you can't run. You, I'm gonna find you. Finally, Obi Wan ignites his lightsaber blade. And he's trying to like illuminate the scene, but he can't see anything. He finally turns, and Vader steps into the light. Obi-Wan just goes, What have you become? Faced with the the power of his former master or his former apprentice. She's like, What this monster that before him? And he just goes simply, I am what you made me.
1: Oh man. God. It, that's a pretty sad line to think about yeah. uh, for Obi-Wan to hear. You made me into this thing that I am, yeah. Monster. And then it all of a sudden, it cuts, and we see stormtroopers and inquisitors, and they're raiding the whole block, and Reva notices the shop that they were hiding in earlier. And we cut, and Leia is running, and she says she can make it on her own. We go back to Reva, and Reva's kind of examining the shop where they're at. It's the whole, this whole sequence, we're going back and forth between the three groups, is great because... It just builds so much tension. Yep. Absolutely. We
0: see Obi-Wan. I gotta paint the scene for you. He's sneaking around like a little kid, like trying to trying to escape. It's so it's really funny. He's just like, like dun 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 like, like Benny Hill music playing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like he's just she's just trying to sneak through and Vader just whips out the lightsaber and starts attacking him. And Obi-Wan can barely defend himself, just barely, you know, barely protect himself from from Vader. And Vader just goes, The years have made you weak. You gotta remember, like, this is Vader Cyborg Vader in his prime, and this is Obi-Wan not having even picked up a lightsaber in 10 years.
1: He looks terrified. He's
0: yeah, and that's the thing is that the fear is overwhelming him, it is destroying him. Jedi shouldn't give in to fear, Well, Obi-Wan is completely given into his fear in this scene.
1: He can barely stand. The smashing down of Vader's lightsaber onto his lightsaber, you can see the weight of that red blade hitting his blue one, and it's like, boom, boom, boom. And Obi-Wan is just like, I can't fucking do this. Like, I am getting my yeah. shit rocked. If I don't come up with something clever now, I'm going to die. So right after this, we cut right back to the tunnel, and Leia says, just go. She's informed that, okay, a pilot's going to meet me at the end of this tunnel. That's going to be the port, and I'll, I'll get on that ship. Leia looks back and is like, bring Obi-Wan back. Like, she turns and is like, make sure you bring him back. Yep. Vader is kicking Obi-Wans butt even more
0: than he was before. He uses the Force, which is awesome because he's actually using it like in his combat. Whereas Obi wans is just kind of trying to like escape. His stances aren't even good. He's just like oh, yeah. using a lightsaber. Like people complain about like baseball bat fighting in Star Wars. That's what that's what it looks like when someone doesn't train in forever, yeah, man. Yeah. Like that's what it's gonna look like. Yeah, it's so cool because he's just trying to hold on. That's all he's doing right now. And Vader, I love it. Vader is like, "You should have killed me when you have the ch- when you had the chance." I loved that. I'm going to end you now. I finally got you. I'm gonna end you. Uh, luckily for Obi-Wan, though, he finds a gas tube. He cracks it, and he escapes in the smoke. People are complaining too. They're like, "Oh, like, oh, Vader's letting you know, lets people get away to easy." It's like I think Vader's honestly. I think Vader's having fun. He is. He's toying with it. He's he's relishing yeah. the moment.
1: Like, come on, he's a freaking dark side user. He's having. He has been fun. looking. He has
0: been looking forward to murdering Kenobi, for as far back as he can remember.
1: It is a decade. Of since he's like become a dark side user and the thing that's been driving him is his hatred for Obi-Wan. That is what has been driving him this entire time. That's why he is alive, because his hatred kept him alive on Mustafar. So clearly he's having some fun. 100%. So now we cut back and we go and see Riva, who has now found the safe room. She's reading all the carvings and she then sees a Jedi symbol. They do this really cool close up of like the kind of like Jedi Order symbol. And we then cut all of a sudden Leia's running through the tunnel. And then we see Reva find the door that opens the other door to the tunnel. So clearly shit's getting intense. Is Reva going to find Leia? I don't know. You tell me.
0: (laughs) It's very clear like the gears are working in her head. Yep. Now let's cut back to Obi Wan. Vader is force choking him, picks him up. Like, he just picks him up off the ground. The fact that Obi-Wan no longer has access to the Force or, like, doesn't have, like, the same level of access that he did means that he has no right standing up to Vader. There's been a lot of speculation, too, that, like, the reason that Jedi don't you typically, like, force attack each other as much when they're in direct combat is because they know that the other person also knows how to use the Force mm-hmm. and can just simply, you know, negate it. It's, you know, it's, it's wasted effort for them to try to do that. But Vader Vader I think sees that how weak Obi-Wan is and is like he can't even stop me. Like this is this is incredible. Like he's so far gone from the Jedi that he was. I can just stop him without a thought. Oh, it's great. And it's an, it's honestly it's it's an incredible it's an incredible realization. Obi-Wan is you know, he's hanging in the air and Vader sees a box of what looks like like mining crystals. Yeah,
1: I, it was like a mining cache of something.
0: Yeah, it's something. And he knocks, so Vader knocks them over, right? And then he sets them on fire with his lightsaber. And he says, now you will suffer, Obi-Wan. And he throws Obi-Wan to the ground and then drags Obi-Wan into the fire to let him burn the way he burned on Mustafar. And he says, your pain has only just begun. Meanwhile, stormtroopers are showing up too. So this looks like the end. Like this looks like it's it for Obi-Wan. Some people said this and I kind of agree where it's like, when I saw this, I was like, oh no, what's gonna happen to Obi-Wan? And then I remembered, wait, I know what happens to Obi-Wan. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen all the other movies. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. So the stormtroopers show up. Vader, like, he puts the fire out. You know, he l- l- drops it a little bit. He's like, you know, just bring him to me. You know, he's the torture is gonna start. He gets out his special, you know, he's gonna get special torture tools when he gets home. He can't wait. Luckily for Obi-Wan, though, like, the only thing that saves him is that Tala is waiting up on the hill with a, with a blaster and she reignites the flame. Yeah, she shoots that
1: stormtrooper, too. She, like, one-shots a stormtrooper. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a good shot.
0: Yeah, thank God that she's up there because he would he would have been screwed. Oh, yeah. The loading droid is there, picks up Obi-Wan, and Vader just kind of lets him go, which, again, I know a lot of people are like, why does he just walk through the flames? I, I think it's two reasons. One, I think that Vader uh, enjoys the chase. He enjoys getting to go after Obi-Wan. It gives him purpose. Yeah. You know, it gives him something to strive to capture and torture as many times as he can, you know? Oh, totally. There's there's theories that Vader might also be afraid of fire. Ooh. He might still be messed up from Mustafar, which is why he built his castle on Mustafar. Fear drives a Sith Lord. So being on the place that caused him the most pain might be what fuels him. So when he sees fire... It might, it might just be one of those things where it's like, he's afraid of it, but it's also giving him more power at the same time.
1: That's fucking cool. I didn't think of it. So he's like right? a hound.
0: Yeah, essentially. But except that he's not he's not going to cower at the fire. He's just kind of like, oh, this is scary. Kid show. Dragged, dragged a man into the
1: fire. Set him on fire. <laughs> Speaking of kids, uh, we see the Inquisitors, and they're obviously pissed that Obi-Wan has now escaped. Obi-Wan's burned. He's unable to move. He's got burns on his shoulder, and it's like, oh, shit. And Tal, uh, you know, she's got him. But speaking of kids, Leia is still running through these tunnels. These tunnels are long, man. She is really going. And she gets to the end and she goes, are you the one that I was supposed to find, that I'm supposed to see? And Reva is there and says, no, I'm sorry. They weren't able to make it, but I'll be here and I'll take you. And then it cuts and we pan out and we see Reva standing there looking at Leia through the doorway and the dead pilot is behind Riva. And then fade to black. And that's where it leaves it on. So much freaking happened. It was great. Thank you guys so much
0: for listening to that. So we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors, let you guys go to the bathroom. We're going to hear from our ad break sponsors, and then we'll be right back to do our reactions and talk about some of the little fun tidbits that we saw in this episode. Stick around. All right, guys, we are back. That was the recap for Kenobi. I know it was longer than we... We had hoped, but it was, I think, well worth it. And now we get to talk about our reactions. So, Kevin, what did you think of this episode of Kenobi? Holy shit. Correct. That is the only correct answer. I will take nothing else. Yeah.
1: All right. There you go. All right. Ended episode. See you guys later. And, yeah, uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll wrap that around. Wraps it up. <laughs> you know, it was great, man. This episode had so much. So, again, cinematically, I start. That's how I start. I loved it. I thought shots were great. CG, whatever. You know, we've already talked about that. But, I think the dialogue in this was way better than the other two episodes. The dialogue that was written, like we we quoted stuff in this episode. We didn't really quote many things in the last two. We quoted things in this episode because these things were written really well and obviously they mattered and they brought little Easter egg tidbits or little uh, bites of story in, of, of how those people were thinking at that time really, really well. Uh, I think the writing Absolutely. in this episode... Boom, way up there compared to the other two. Honestly, for Star Wars, it's really good writing. Because some of the, <laughs> let's be real here, some of the Star Wars That's stuff, high praise. It's, yeah, hey, 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 you know, some of the Star Wars stuff, it's a little Shakespearean, operatic, but, like, kind of corny, you know? But this, like, this writing dialogue was really fucking good. When it comes to Obi-Wan being broken, here's a couple things. He is now called on Qui-Gon In the beginning of almost every single episode so far. Obviously, we have three episodes. I'm going to say this. I think he's going to fucking show up at the end. I think we're going to see him. I'm hoping, but I mean, why else would we like have him like reaching out into the forest? You know what I mean?
0: I think so. Yeah, no, I think we're going to get a Alien Neeson cameo in the near future, if not the next episode. I'll tell you what, dude, if we do not get Clone Wars flashbacks in the next episode, I would... I'm going to be very upset. I'm going yeah, to be very sad.
1: I, I, I kind of would agree with that. At least just one. Yeah. But obviously, the big thing we want to talk about here is the Vader fight sequence. For me, I thought it was really cool. I will say, I am one of those people. When I was a kid, I wasn't too terrified of Darth Vader. I was like, eh, he's not that scary. That doesn't look that scary. He was really kind of freaky in this episode. He was awesome. Yeah. And I, don't get me wrong, they take artistic liberties and make him have emotional kind of eyes and that kind of stuff in the comic books this still felt like that i mean he didn't he didn't hesitate snaps a kid's neck grabs a guy grabs a woman he's like throwing people around he doesn't give a shit which again if we look at if we look at
0: like legends the way that the the sith are described as using the force sith revel in getting pain like they 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 thrive on feeling the pain that they can inflict on another person. Totally. And you know, so like there's a reason that he kills the son and the father and doesn't kill the daughter because she just had to watch two of her family. members. like, like killing two people is dark enough, but now the third person is there to cry over their dead family that they can do nothing about. And yeah. that gives him oh yeah, just like a mega, like a boost. It, you know, it's, it's like he was, he was shooting up some Sith steroids before
1: the big game. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And then, of course, the actual fight sequence scene... The way Vader has to fight differently because you know he has he's been getting used to his suit. It's taken 10 years, but he had to relearn how to fight. He had to relearn how yep. to use a lightsaber because he doesn't have limbs, man. Like the, the suit is very heavy, it's it's claustrophobic, it's encumbering. There's exactly. all this stuff. So his fighting style is different. So we see how he's fighting. Yeah,
0: because before before Anakin's fighting style, he was very loose and fluid yeah. and you know, jumping, kick, flying. Vader's just a fucking tank. Which yeah. is why, like, you see him when he's fighting Obi-Wan, like, he's only using one hand. One yeah. hand, always, his only knees. He's got them hydraulics in there,
1: baby. He's yeah. got the, he's dropping that that force with the power of three Vaders, probably. But, yeah, so the fighting sequence was cool. It was really cool to see the different fighting styles and how Obi-Wan was just weak as shit. The fear, the whole cowering thing, like, I thought that was really cool. And it really hit home to Obi-Wan's, like, psyche, and it, yep. it was great for him to be like, this is what I've done. Oh my God, this, this, this is my failure. Yeah. And
0: you know what? I'm gonna say this right now. Legends fans, we eating good tonight. I watched this episode, man, and I I was doing my, you know, my little my little slew thing. I hope the internet it was a great resource with this, helping people like uh figure out some stuff. And uh, Quinlan Voss being, you know, just like them outright saying that he's around. That's Oh my gosh. And the implication of maybe being, having Jedi enclaves out there with the younglings, maybe there's, you know, they're being trained. We don't know. I just love the idea that there's so much more, you know, this is such an interesting, even before when Disney bought it, took over, like I've always thought that this was the most interesting era of star Wars. Just this, uh, just, you know, the, the, the empire is asserting its dominance, asserting its control. And we get to witness that control being manifested. And I love that idea. I loved seeing Vader's return to form. I love seeing him acting as evil as he possibly can be. I'm hoping we'll get it we'll get a Vader spinoff. I would love to see Vader doing like Vader down as I said in a previous ep- previous podcast. Vader down would be an amazing way to uh you know reintroduce Vader as a scary character that would be sick on the topic of this episode uh I said before I think maybe the loading
1: droid uh might be saving Leia. <laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. Well, the loading droid did drag Obi Wan out of the fire and pick him up yes. and, and take him. So But what I'm thinking hmm. is, what I'm thinking is maybe the loading droid loads Obi Wan up
0: on whatever, you know, like a transport or whatever, and then like uh, Reva's like gonna come out of the tunnel with Leia, and loading droid's just gonna hit her over the head <laughs> with that hammer that we saw like expertly hidden
1: behind his back or whatever. Oh, that'd be per- that'd be really cool. I'd right? be into that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I would say overall, I think we both really loved this episode. Yeah, I think that's that's the yeah
0: that's the that's the short the cliff notes version of it that we we really did enjoy this and prediction for episode four. I think we're either going to get a flashback to uh, cano- you know the Clone Wars or we're going to get the, the the Ahsoka discussion. I'm really hoping we'll get the Ahsoka discussion. Yeah, I think that would be really 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 cool and like a really. Neat way of tying everything together. That would be that would be my if 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 I could write a Christmas wish list, that would be uh, number one on it. I
1: think. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, it's called Obi Wan, but like, I just want more Vader, man. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. I think I think I do think we're gonna get it. Yeah, I really do. I think there's got to be more Vader. I'm I'm surprised they introduced this fight like so early, which is cool. Like, I love it. Obviously, there's only six episodes, but so early to have a vader you know obi-wan fight like that's awesome i hope it ends with a fight from them because i i think we will see
0: cool. a like this was round one i think we're gonna see a round two where, where obi-wan has like re-accepted the force as his ally
1: well that about wraps it up we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did like it Please take a second to rate and review us on Apple podcasts. It really helps us grow the show and be sure to connect with us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thanks for listening guys. We'll catch you next time. Ta-ta.